never go away they stay inside your insides <laughs> until you're 45 years old or older if you're older than 45 i'm lonnie finley and i'm chief margallo and uh matt and mika are currently i believe still in transit i mean you know how holiday travel is they just uh one of them's at an airport and the other one's uh stuck in a car somewhere so maybe they'll join us maybe they won't Who's to say? Hey, it's L.A. traffic. Um, it's L.A. traffic. L.A. traffic can be crazy. It's crazy out here. For all you guys that don't live in L.A., man, it's just craft traffic. It's, just, it's a crazy, crazy thing out here. It doesn't matter what day it is, what time it is. Traffic is generally pretty bad. You DMV people know what I'm talking about. You guys get some bad traffic out oh there. Oh, my too. God. There's some terrible traffic back home. I know, man, because it's like the, you know, LaFlante La, La Plaza. You know, the French, French guy came over here, designed this whole, designed this thing, and then he just was like, ah, I don't care. If I, whatever. I'll make this go that way and that goes this way <laughs> he like gave up halfway in between when he saw the mountains yeah. he's like you know what Never mind. he's like it looks beautiful and i'm done yeah um <laughs> you know speaking speaking of uh the uh holiday travel uh how was your how was your thanksgiving chief oh man it was it was nice i stayed here in los angeles uh and uh i spent the day with my with my lady my 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 so we uh mm. yeah we uh we went to her sister's place and her sister was like had cooked like just an insane like Thanksgiving meal for her boyfriend's family and us and it was fantastic and then we went back to her mom's house and then we ate more her mom cooked more so it was just like you did the double all day yeah or uh, uh I guess uh, a bang bang I guess is what what you would call it uh, yeah, two yeah. meals yeah right one after another yeah that's that's kind of how it went down I so. did I did the same thing I did the same I went to I had, you know, I had a little bit of drink the Wednesday before, you know, because I was getting off work. So I, um, I woke up and I was like, oh, uh, kind of had a little bit of low, headache. low hangover, yeah, 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 yeah. So I had a, I had a burrito. I had a burrito. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> oh, my a Thanksgiving, a Thanksgiving burrito. Yeah. Well, it was from from the night before because I I got this burrito with almost preparation of it. I knew I would probably have this in the morning, so uh, I got a, burrito, a, a leftover had, Thanksgiving burrito. <laughs> yeah, it uh, but it leveled me off pretty well. And then I went and I went from there to my god kids, which uh, live conveniently close in the lovely city of Toluca Lake. For those of you all that know where that's at, oh, uh, that's pretty close to, to you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like it's literally right down the street. That they, they uh, when I moved over here, I was like, oh wow, my god kids are down the street. So uh, I went down the street. Um, they had, uh, you know, a lovely spread, uh, some pate out, some different, you know, crackers and meats. And then, um, oh man, I love that. Yeah. Well, we had char that. charcuterie, if you will. Charcuterie. And then, um, we, uh, then we had uh, the turkey, the stuffing, the sweet potatoes. 
um, my friend, uh, my friend's, um, my friend's wife's friend had brought some Filipino, uh, like oh, desserts baby. And some of those as well. Nice. Um, and then, um, he had made a meat lasagna, which was one of the best lasagnas I've had, but it was like, every bite was like, just like the heaviest thing. But oh, it was delicious. Man. Lasagna is like, great, but you're absolutely right. Lasagna sits oh, like a brick in your sad. stomach. It was, it was a big old brick of meat. And like as he's making it, he's like he's cutting down pieces. He's like, "Oh, there's a bone." I'm like, "There's a bone," and he's like, "Oh yeah, I put a whole like beef thing in here and like put the bone." And I was like, "Jeez, man!" So, but it was delicious. Uh, went right up from there to uh, my friend's giving at my friend's place in Culver. Okay, um, so yeah, not too far Yeah, a little yeah. drive for you, but that ain't too bad. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't bad. You know, it was it was actually kind of nice. I went over there and I did that, and I I had like just a little bit. Um, and uh, luckily, luckily was able to position myself. She had an interesting setup where the living room and the side dining room area is in the hallway. So that the, she had a long table and the, the head of that long table was the one seat where you could sit and look at the TV. And I, <laughs> yes, exactly. You know where I'm going with so this. So smart. I informed her, I informed her I, she invited me over and I, before she said, you know, whatever, I was like, would love to, haven't seen you in a while, will you be watching football? Um, I was like, because I, you know, it's easy now to tell people why I have to watch football. Because some people are like, oh, you, you watch football? And I'm like, yes, I still watch football. People watch football. And someone must do. But in L.A., it's, you know, it's kind of like. It's it's, it's a weird thing. Not right? taboo, oh. it's weird. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, you I should, guess you watch football, right. You should yeah. go You should go hiking at Runyon Canyon on Sunday. Hey, yeah, yeah, I said, I go shut hiking, up. bro. Yeah, you shut up. Shut up. Football. You do what you want to do with your life, I'll do what I want to do with my life. Yeah. You, you go have a smoothie, a green smoothie somewhere. Yeah, I'm gonna talk have about a, yourself. I'm going to have a breakfast quesadilla while watching football. Breakfast quesadilla, that's exactly what we're going to have. But, like, so I, um, so she was, uh, she approved, she said yes. I was able to watch the game. It was not very exciting. Um, but the first half definitely was not the second half picked up though. Yeah. You know, for me is I, I, it was one of the things where I could only watch bits and pieces of it. Cause I still wanted to, you know, there's people who were, who like one guy was talking to me and like, you know, and when I came to the apartment, like he was at the door too. We're like, Oh, Hey, yeah, we're going to the same place. Oh, cool. Hey, who are you? Oh, Hey, cool. I'm Ron. All right. I'm Lonnie. Nice to meet you. Really nice guy. Really cool guy. And he was sitting, you know, kind of near me when we were having dinner. And we were having a conversation, and like you know, I mean, all of these things are okay if the game wasn't on, because I right. didn't want to. But it's a friend's giving, right? So it's a friend's giving. You're supposed to be You're having supposed to socialize and meet yes. new people, and meet but new it's people. tough when and your focus is is on the game, you know? Right, right, right. Which which was helpful with the fact that the game was slow and shitty. Was that there wasn't like if it was a, a, a the Saints game from a week before I'd have been like no one talked to me everyone shut their mouths right you know. right this game I could look up and say oh it's, it's still no score oh still there you know and so basically I just had to tune in towards the end of the game and and probably by uh, that time people have already kind of headed out yeah. and well no no we actually it was a, it was a longer you know we did after the words we did a we played cards against humanity then we did some karaoke oh like, okay oh, so pe crazy. people were hanging out so it was it was like a Party almost. It wasn't just yeah. like dinner and scoot. But it was fine. No one, no one cared that you know the game was on. It was fine. The uh, we had to wait for the game to end to do the some of the games like that because she's you know. But it was, it was fine. And then I told a couple people about you know the podcast I do and 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 which you know 
when you say that you're doing the podcast about the team that you're watching right now, people are like, oh, so this is kind of a work thing. And in the LA, LA, LA mindset, it's just like, oh, cool, bro. I get it. Totally. You know, it's you know like a re- it's like, oh, it's research, this and that or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's work. Oh, you're in the, it's the entertainment thing. And this is for, so people instantly are like, oh, like, yeah, everything's. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. That's so uh, funny. So, well, yeah, I was, you know I, 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 well, first of all, we were watching football at my girlfriend's sister's place. And, uh, but I was like, I want to get back to your place so we don't have to be traveling during the game. That's so <laughs> I was like, we're leaving at four. And she's like, yeah, I'm cool with that. <laughs> it's like, I planned my leave, too. Yeah. I planned yeah, my yeah, leave yeah. so I could get there and the game would be just starting up. Yes. Exactly. If you have to. Yeah. It wasn't so, going to be a thing for me. It wasn't. That wasn't an issue. We got back and actually we were still a little full from the from lunch. So we took our dog out for a walk. And I was like, okay, time was like 30 minutes. No problem. Got back. Game Game was on. And I just, you know, her mom and her cousin and her lo- and her Lola uh, grandmother. That's that's uh, grandmother. In, her name in was Filipino. Lola. She is a grandma. <laughs> you know, none of them watch football. No one cares. You know, like which is fine. I, you know, which is better for me because then I don't have to even talk to anyone about it. I could just sit there in my yeah. anger and I and watch. Have, I had one or two questions that were like. I don't understand football, never have, can you answer this question for me questions? And I was like, okay, you know, but it was, it was a few, it was this one girl there, was, you know, it was, it was, it was fine. It, it didn't, you know, and luckily the other uh, host, her husband, uh, gambles. And so oh, he was excellent. like, so it's he's actually, like, cause you're, even he's if like, a, a let's gambler, get the spread. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The gambler doesn't like, like, they don't have to like your team. They know players, they know stuff, they, they watch things. So we were talking about the game, and he was able to Actually, talk about those guys team. might be the best people to, to watch the game yes. with. Yeah. They're really just about the money. Yeah. yeah. Those so, guys so are kind of like good. fantasy guys who have, like, their guys in, involved in the game. Yeah, so he yeah, – yeah, exactly. So, um, but, you know, let's uh, – getting back to that game, I, I know we were talking about the uh, – how bad it was, and everyone knows. And one of my friends posted, she's like, I can't even watch this crap, but a W's a W. And, you know, that's my thing. And I'm always like, a W is a W. But I do want to point out that Crowder, who had been relatively, he had a couple games where he was making some noise, but had been relatively quiet throughout the season, probably a little bit due to health, and now he's kind of getting healthy again. Um, and also we need him to stand up being that, you know, Chris Thompson is down for the season. Uh, uh, heal up, buddy. Um, but Jay Crowder, Jameson Crowder, uh, looked great. Yeah, uh, seven seven receptions for 141 yards and one and touchdown. A, and, a t- and, t- and and across the middle too, like he just basically shredded the middle. Like it was like chunk, chunk, chunk yardage plays. And I hope that that is a sign of things to come with him at the at that position and and with the where our wide receiving core is. I feel like he needs to be stable and have to. He needs to get, he needs to get near 75 yards average a game and a touchdown i think for us to be competitive in these next couple of weeks here yeah um, he, he needs to be a big part of their like, offense yeah yeah and he's kind of been forgotten about a little bit but he's a major part of our team last year and and he needs to be a major part of our team going forward and i think that james crowder this was and then you can say what you want about the giants and how crappy they are and i'm gonna give no credit to them because they are a shit team right now but their defense, they got defense. They got defense. They, their defense is not the worst in the world. They're, that's what, know, it's what like, keeps I'm, them in games. It's it. That's it. It keeps them in games. Eli keeps them out of games. 
Eli's horrible. <laughs> Eli is one of the luckiest guys to have two Super Bowl rings because that makes it like whatever, however bad Eli is now, he can always hold up a, like, two fingers with rings on them. And he's a lot of guys per- don't have that. He's a perfect example of like he's like a decent enough quarterback with great teams around him. That's yeah, that's but what he that also is. made the plays. I mean, he made the plays when he needed to make the plays. And then you can look at even like the game um, last night. And I won't get too far into this, but the game last night, Flacco. Uh, they were talking about you know five years ago, Flacco had the best playoff run any uh, ever by a quarterback and got a big contract. And now he's been crap since then. And they're absolutely right because that's what happens. Every night you put the right players, right teams, right things around you know, people, and they can just you know excel. Um, and you know, leading that to our quarterback. I feel like Kirk is in that mode right now. And we're not, we don't have crap around him. But just with all the changeover and turmoil, and he's having, like, his best season. Every season is, like, Kirk's best season, which is frustrating yeah, to me. He's just, he gets better and better. That's, he gets better that's, and better. Yeah. That's, that, that's the best part about him. That's, I mean, and you can look at several – You can, I mean, you know, we, we can go and play this game where we say defense makes any stop during that, game, that Saints game. We have a win. Uh, freaking Dawson catches that touchdown against the Chiefs. You know, win. Uh, we make any stops during the uh, the uh, Vikings games. You know, I mean, it's, it's this points in here where you know I was reading and someone was like, "The Redskins should be nine and zero." I'm like, "Yeah, you know what? We should be nine and zero." And I know how it goes. I know how the NFL works. But like, you can look at our season and see points and times where injuries have affected our play and how the outcome of the game is. And Kirk's kind of been the steady. Focus, steady figure. He's had a couple of interceptions. He's had some of those stupid things, whatever. But yeah, like, but quarterbacks throw yeah. interceptions. That's just part of the stat line for a quarterback. You know, and yeah. especially he's taking well, more risks this season. This oh, he just threw his third? Oh, he just threw his only his third. But, I mean, I believe Kirk only has six. Kirk only has, he has five. Five? Yeah. He has five interceptions? No, he has six. Did he throw a pick six in that game? Or was that his fifth? That might be six. Six is it's just six. twice as many as Brady. That's that's and the pick six. To be honest, like I know he overthrew uh, the receiver. Uh, the uh, God, I don't even know who the hell that receiver is. Byron that was John. Byron Marshall. Byron, Byron Marshall. Marshall. He overthrew Byron Marshall. Matt but thought like, it was Keith Marshall. I thought it was Keith Marshall. Yeah, it was not Keith Marshall. Um, it, but it uh, was but anyway, not. Uh, that this is another thing. Uh, let's go. Let's go right there. You know. Um, um, Sammy J. Perine, Samaje P. Ryan, whatever oh, his name man. is, that dude. That dude showed up to be that dude this week. He, he, he got 100 yards, 20, I want to say 20-plus carries, and touchdown. Uh, and, you know, he had moments where he was just getting stuff, but he actually had some really good runs in that game where he was, like, getting legit runs, you know? Uh, what do we yeah, think I, about that? I, think I, I, uh, I think... I feel like he's been more effective than Rob Kelly was all season. So maybe he's he's pretty much cemented himself as like the starter, even if Rob Kelly comes back, which is great because now you know. Well, I think Rob, Rob Kelly's on IR though, right? He may be. I I I can I can. He's also on IR. Um, I think he's on IR, and I don't want to be hesitant and say that you know Rob Kelly did the same thing, Matt Jones did the same thing. They all have moments when they look amazing, and you know. I'm just saying that, that I'll keep the jury out in the running back just because we have to. But if he could get – my whole thing is I, I think our running back should have 20-plus carries a game anyway. We should always be trying to get 20-plus carries a game. 
because we run the ball that that sets up play action. And Kirk Cousins numbers doing play action are ridiculous. He's like he's like the number one quarterback in the league with play action. Yeah, so that's, just, that's the stat yeah. I saw online. They showed some stats on there uh, during that game, and it really kind of highlighted, man. Kirk Cousins is doing his thing, dude. We, we, I, I, I got to tell you, man, I, I'm, so, I'm, I'm so in Kirk Cousins' corner. I know even if he has rough games, like, it's fun to watch him bounce back and just be a baller. I don't know. And talk about the game and talk about his teammates and his, his, his whole demeanor and and – not to mention, this guy's getting hurt left and right, you know. And he's just been he's he's had the most starts since I want to say like Joe. You Dyson better like you that. better you better knock on a wood. I'm knocking on wood right now. I'm not because I don't believe in this guy. I'm knocking on every wood. You can knock on all the wood you want. I'm not going to do this guy. <laughs> he's he's, he's incredibly durable. He knows how to take care of himself. I know he's been getting hit a little bit more, but he hasn't really let that rattle him. No, no, he's he, you know? he's he's staying strong throughout that, and I think that the uh, I think that that's kind of rallying the guys too to see throughout these injuries, you have a stable force in um, in Kirk Cousins, your your leader. You know, you're he 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 is a leader of a team, and I believe that about him. Yeah. You see some of these other quarterbacks throughout the league. I watched Tom Savage play football last, last night. And I'm like, <laughs> whoa, and Flacco, and then. I can go through a list of people who are just like crap. Like, well, he's like, he's for sure in a in a level where there's more quarterbacks below him than above him. He's definitely in the top, 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 like top at 10. least upper tier, upper tier. I'll call it. I don't want to say top five or top two or something, but he's in the upper tier. Well, where no, he's, I mean, although this game you might in, be able to look at and say top five, you might be able to say top five and like. At this point in the season, just based upon his numbers and also based upon how all the quarterback play in the NFL has been, yeah. Uh, and then, and and he's just he's trending up. It's crazy. He's like just getting better, and like now he's like moving around in the pocket and scrambling, not just taking sacks, and he's taking chances because he because ha- he has to because you know he just doesn't have the type of weapons that he's had in years before, which was always but every the time thing, he throws you know? that out route. Every time he throws that out route to, to like flat right there. That's when he gets that pick six. He did yeah. against the Falcons game this year. It's almost like he, he I almost, I hate, I hate that route because the quarterback's like, you know, rushing in and it's like, oh man. That's also that's like just, the classic pick six route if, if, it it, gets, it. if it gets jumped on, you know? And it's like, oh man. But that being said, we came away with the W in that game. Yeah, how about the defense? We haven't even talked about the defense. They held them to three. That was a pick six touchdown. They held the Giants. I mean, once again, the Giants' offense is nothing, you know, nothing great. But you know, they didn't let they got, them be great. No either. first down, second half, almost. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's the defense. Ryan Kerrigan, two sacks. And I was listening to uh, to uh, Greg Minuski, and he was saying that um, communication was key in this game. Previous week, communication wasn't as great. This week, you can see the guys were talking a lot more, a lot more communication between the guys, a lot more making sure everyone's on the same page where they had to be. DJ Swearinger put people where they had to be. And you could see that effort come through in the result of the game. You know, we, we held it to three points. That's it. That's a great – that's close to a shutout, you know. That's fantastic. It's a pretty good 
Now, granted, it's against the Giants, but it's against a divisional rival, and it's a divisional game that we needed. And and I don't, you know, doesn't matter who we're playing. That's who the schedule says. Which, by the way, the schedule sucks for us. We've had like <laughs> we've had like like three games in twelve days. What's going on, guys? Hey, NFL, tough. do you hate us? Well, You've once they get this, once they get this Cowboys game through, then they got uh they got about ten days off. That'll be kind of the. That might be a nice 10 days off because that'll lead them into this final stretch of games, too. So get yeah. some guys healthy and just get a little bit of rest while they go into this de- December, you know? Yeah, that that, uh, that, that kind of leads me um, into uh, the uh, the little segment, um, sort of a sort of a top five, if you will, a David Letterman style segment here. Uh, these are the top five places Redskins can find replacement players. <laughs> Top five places Redskins can find <laughs> replacement players. Uh, all right, let's see. Um, the uh, number number five place, um, and you know we, we're not too unfamiliar with this. Most of these guys, after they go out of retirement uh, or, or go off um, onto their next career, uh, become car salesmen. So uh, yeah. car salesmen, number five. Well, you salesman. know those these guys. What you know. Let's be honest. the The NFL career is not a long, it's not a long career. I think the average is what three years, four years, probably at the most. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. these guys have and some they like of them cars. have co- yeah. Some of them have college education. Some of them, you know, maybe were yeah, were in retail or sales before. So maybe that's just a, a very accessible thing. And especially, you know, I think it probably helps them a little bit uh, to to be able to get the job because. People, uh, people probably recognize, recognize them. Well, yeah, people see them. They say, "Hey, I know this guy," or "Hey, you used to be yada yada yada." And that person cries a little bit, but they did used to be somebody. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, actually, the, the, the number the four, character uh, from uh, from Ballers uh, was a car salesman yes, before they brought him was. back on. So <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 exactly. So um, number four, number four place uh, the Redskins can find replacement players is the Home Depot. Home Depot, <laughs> uh, and 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 I know there's other uh, other places out there. There's Lowe's and there's uh, you know Anna Waltz or whatever your local home home improvement store is. Home Depot being one that we've we've generally done pretty well at. Uh, something about um, construction loading. Those guys still staying pretty physically fit while they're on the job. Um, again, you see a big, strong, tough guy in a Home Depot. Uh, he's uh, he's probably going to be uh, he's probably going to know a little bit about what he's doing. It's just a visual. It's a visual cue for you. Um, <laughs> uh, that on, on that note, I also uh, I do not um, endorse Home Depot. I am not a Home Depot fan. Uh, as a person who uh, regularly you know builds stuff with his hands, I uh, wait. Is that Home true? Depot. Do you build? Do you build a lot of stuff? I do. I do. I do. My father also owned a construction company, so I grew up in that ah, lifestyle. Um, craftsman, if you will. I'm a craftsman. I can build. I, I but I, I personally feel like every time I go to Home Depot, if I can find somebody, um, they generally oh, impossible. Little, yeah, they generally like they think <laughs> Home Depot in, in Los Angeles thinks everyone that goes in there is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> For the most part, they think you're stupid. <laughs> you know what we're talking about. And I, I've had some conversations with people where I was like, I know what I want. No, 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 and I'm, I know. So I just need uh, you to point me to where I want, and then I'll find it myself. Just point me in the direction. Just point me in the direction. Where is it? Just, just you know, on this page. Give me the spray paint. I want your spray paint. Oh, you need my ID for this? Yeah, sure. Good play. All right. Well, the the number three place, the number three place to find replacement players for the Redskins is 
Gold's Gym. Gold's of Gym. Of course. Guys. Of course. Gold's Gym. They're, they're, they're all over the U.S. They're an old uh, staple in the gym life. Uh, Gold's Gym. You, you got guys there training. You got guys there working out. You got guys there. They're going to be in shape. They're going to be in shape. They're going to be ready to be on your squad. It's like when you snaps. go to uh, it's like when you go to go pick up a U-Haul truck and there's like a bunch of guys sitting out there asking for work. Uh, it's very similar <laughs> to that. It's almost like they're but they're asking for hey like hey we'll we'll train for food we'll 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 catch passes you know so the the gold gym is absolutely true. It's a it's a good staple. It's a nice place. You know that the person's probably gonna be pretty physically fit. Hey, they might you might even get multiple guys from the same gold's gym because this guy's like hey you know what i trained with this other guy oh right like by recommendation so, you know, right yeah yeah, Referral. yeah. And, which is less likely at some of the other places the car dealership and the the home depot aren't necessarily going to give you other guys gold's gym you might get two three guys you can refill your roster with from there so that's an option i love that yeah I, so, I think that's a it's that's a good i would, good, good I would call it a gold mine if you will. It is a gold mine. Look at you. I see what you did there. Yeah. Like that. Uh, the uh, the number two number two place that the Redskins can find replacement players is your practice squad. That's right. <laughs> your practice squad. If you are another team or our own practice squad, we probably have replacement players there. Odds are if they're on our practice yeah. squad, I already moved them up and they've already been injured. However, if they're on your practice squad, we would love to go. And we got guys, we got scouts out there looking at their practice squads all over the NFL, yeah. finding your guys and putting them on our team. So your practice squad, which some people would think is an obvious go-to, isn't always an obvious go-to, but that is the number two place. It's, that, a, it's, you know. it's a perfect place to find guys who are pretty much on the cusp of making the teams. They've already done the workouts. They've already been evaluated. Hell, it's, some it, of those guys, yeah. some of those guys are better than actual players you have on your team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some, some practice squads they try to stash guys, and you're like, "Who the hell is this dude?" And then it's like, "Oh, he was on a practice squad for the Broncos, and he's a star running back." And they were trying to stash him there, and like, you know, so so the the practice squad's a gym. It is it, it's a gym and a gym, a G. Y M and a G O G E M. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Because okay. last number two, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get him, Sam. You go nowhere. <laughs> a gym and a gem. <laughs> a gym and a gem. And it leads us right into uh, the number number one place that the Redskins can find replacement players is your local grocer. Yep. Your local yep. grocer. How many yes. stories of players? When they're talking about them and they're they're talking about how, where they found this guy off the street, bagging groceries, bagging and groceries, now, and now he's kicking field goals for your team. <laughs> he's well, long snapping me, for your team. It's insane. Let's look at the let's look at the number one example of all time is Mr. One One Mr. Kurt Warner. Uh, right, of the, absolutely uh, of, of the St. Louis Rams and the uh, yeah the, the greatest the, the show on turf, the greatest, greatest show, show on turf, turf before St. he was Ram. Yeah. He's and and at a Piggly Wiggly or something. You know what's funny is 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 Kurt Warner. He he went. You know he was bagging groceries, uh, and then you know he's all of a sudden he's he's <laughs> back in the NFL practice squad, moves up, <clears throat> becomes a starting quarterback, takes the team to playoffs. You know this guy wins a Super Bowl. He wins a Super Bowl, and then you know some years later he ends up with the Giants, and then he's not playing well. They put in Eli Manning. He goes over to Arizona and plays well again. He has you a know, resurgence in Arizona. It's unbelievable. Right. 
So what? So is the problem? I asked you, was the problem Kurt Warner, or was the problem that the Giants didn't know how to use Kurt Warner and wasted him? Yeah, that sounds about right. I, that sounds about right. Yeah. Upon, no, it did. You know, Eli did go on to give them two Super Bowls, which you we mentioned previously. So yeah, uh, to hell, to hell uh, with the Giants. <laughs> yeah, I've always liked Kurt Warner. I think he. Have you seen him I, on TV lately? Guy. As far as. Yeah. Uh, Analyst, he looks great. He looks like he just he, looks great. he get he looks like he could be on the squad today. You know what? You can pick him up. Pick up Kurt Warner if you don't have a quarterback right yes. now. Pick him up. Yes, you can still. Hey, you know what? Actually, if I were uh, the Broncos, I'd sign Kurt Warner. Hey, I mean him. not now because their season's done, but like you know, there's some teams you're like, <laughs> Yo, uh, the Texans. Get Kurt it's ins- it's truly insane. Like how many teams need quarterbacks, and it's just like we're sitting on one right now. You know yeah. and. I just I, I hey, certainly hope Colt, I certainly hope Colt it goes McCoy our way. McCoy could start yeah. other teams. Colt McCoy yeah. could go and start at other you know with other teams. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that is the number one place that you can find replacement players. The Redskins can find replacement players is your local grocer. So that's car salesman, boom, Home Depot, got it. Gold's gym, your Pump. practice squad, and your Pump. local grocer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There it is. So I want um <laughs> I'm hoping that we can kind of if if we can like. We'll just maybe cut this one segment from this uh, this podcast, and we'll directly send that to the Redskins, yes. to Larry Michael and our homies over there at Redskins Nation. See if they can't get that up a little line of a uh, line of uh, thought to uh, Bruce Allen. Snyder Bruce and say, Allen. hey, you know, have we looked at this option? You know, um, what, you, guys, sure you guys haven't checked your you guys haven't checked uh, what's a local store over there. Uh, you guys haven't checked Wegmans. Wegmans is Safeway. Have, Have you gone, gone to Safeway? How about the Giants? How about Super G. <laughs> yeah, you haven't gone to Giant. You yeah. haven't you haven't seen the guy you haven't seen the guy bagging groceries over there? He's massive. And he runs a he runs a four four forty. Yeah, he runs a four four forty and he can bag two bags at the same time. <laughs> like basically basically the, the, the checkout ladies just like scan the items and just toss them in the air and he's just like boom, 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 yeah. boom. So oh, that'd be one, very all one handed. They're all they're all highlight catches, too. It's crazy. Yeah. Now, the downside and why he should be on your NFL team and not bagging groceries is that, like, you start throwing eggs and certain things through the air. It's going to be messy. So I'm not saying that he doesn't make a mess. He probably does make a horrible mess. He's actually only he's actually only used to catching odd shaped objects. He doesn't know how to catch yeah, exactly. actual football actual <laughs> bananas football. and. <laughs> He's like, Would you guys throw at me? No, we're gonna throw a pigskin at you. He's like, pigskin. I've, I've caught, yes, okay, I've caught pork. Think pork. Think pork. Think pork. <laughs> think pork. Think pork line. Pork line. Pork line. <laughs> I got it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, oh, you know. So, uh, moving right along. Moving right along. Keeping this thing going. It, uh, it's a, it's a very important day just happened for Redskins fans yesterday. A very, very important. Um, somber moment, uh, 10 years ago, yesterday, Sean Taylor, number 21, number 36, uh, from the Miami, University of Miami, former Washington Redskins, standout safety, just an amazing all-around player and father and husband and teammate, was, uh, shot and, uh, killed. Um, he was shot and then later died, um, and, uh, that happened yesterday, it was a 10-year anniversary yesterday, and... If you've got, if you are a Redskins fan of if, if any shape and form, you knew about this guy, you knew about his impact on the team and how literally 10 years from like we, you know, I mean, this, he was taken 
from not only us as like humans and in our world, but from the team and from this this, this family that we have. And, and it shows how close-knit we are because I, I've seen so much stuff on social media where people talking about their love. And, and I posted stuff today about like the, some stories that some of the players had from Sean Taylor and how he was just a super great guy and, and just a, a joy to be around and someone who was like youthful and fun and competitive and played with heart and was turning his life around, um, which is one thing that I wanted to point out with this whole thing. I remember when this happened in the, in the subsequent like years and, and days and years and stuff that followed that is that, you know, from certain people, I'll call them out right now, uh, Tony Kornheiser, uh, Michael Wilbon, um, uh, Colin Coward, um, just to name a few guys who, who were saying that this, was because of Sean Taylor's behavior. They like they labeled the term thug to say that this is why he was he was ultimately uh, murdered was because mm. he was a thug. And, and the thing is, like this had nothing to do with that. This was a situation where people thought he was on an away game and he was injured, so he was home resting. And they were just planning to come in. They weren't, you know, he surprised them. Right, and his family got right. shot. And so, That's, yeah, I, they, I, I like uh, to think he. Mm-hmm. he uh, he was at home, and it was essentially a, bur- a burglary attempt. Yeah, a botched robbery that went wrong, and and he wasn't you know expected to be home, and that's kind of what happened. And I think in these years that followed, and the stories that come out, and um, you know, just people, just the general culture of how our country has been turning, is that the idea of labeling someone a thug, or or, or just you know labeling without really knowing the consequence of how that affects someone's family and their their legacy. Which is just wrong. I mean, it's just it's inappropriate. And it's wrong, and, and you, as a journalist, you should really try and do better. You shouldn't just throw that out there. Um, but I think in these years that followed, and especially ten years since his death, people have seen what Sean Taylor was becoming, who the man he was going to be. Um, and so I really think that it was important that, like, you know, that, that people understand who this guy was. And and you know, I remember when they passed, it was my dad called me and he was like, "Hey, I know Sean Taylor was like one of your favorite players, and also you guys were the same age." He's like. Hey, you that's okay? a trip, you... man. That's a total yeah, trip. Like, How you sitting with all this? And I was like, man, I was like, this. It hurt. It literally felt like I lost a member of my family when I remember I, I was, I was dead. It was, it was hurt. It hurt because I, you know, I mean, we were like the same age, and I did, I enjoyed his his place so much, and I felt like this was not even just for the team, just like a guy you want to have. Like, I was like this is our our Troy Palomalo, our Ed Reed, our guy who was going to be a staple for the team, and I, I kind of feel too like that that that. Now, when that happened, we did go on that playoff run and get into the playoffs, and that was that was an epic thing to watch. Um, but it was like you know that that hurt us for for years to come. I think that also, um, I think it hurt the growth of Leron Landry. I think Leron Landry would have been a much better they, player. They had like a kind of little duo thing in the in the back in the secondary backfield he too. And it, yeah, you know, Leron Landry never would have gone on and done steroids and tried to become a bodybuilder, uh, free safety. Uh, if someone was like, hey, Leron, chill out, bro. Hey, Stop fantastic, fantastic yeah. biceps, but play the game. Yeah, yeah play the game. And then, and, you know, so I think that I think there's a lot of impact felt from him. And I just, you know, I really want to make sure that we as Redskins fans, which we, I know we are all doing, and we as Come Hell Away are, you know, pay, pay tribute, respect to this man and to what he's done and to show our love and support for him. And just, you know, let's uh, always, always doing it for number 21. You, you, you know, and if you are, you know, you're listening to the show, you're a fan of the Skins, or you're just a hater Cowboys fan. But 
even even you know i saw a post from a, a eagles fan who was like he's like i'm a i'm a i'm a fan of the u and a fan of uh the eagles he's like and i i love and hate that guy but he's like this is bigger than football there respect. are there are multiple safeties who play the game today who who cite uh sean taylor as their main influence at at safety and it's oh, it's yeah. because you know it's because he was one of the best to play the game and and it's it, it there the potential was so high it could have been even more you know could yeah. could yeah. truly be he was already on the trajectory for a hall of fame type career and it's just uh, it's just tragic how how it went down you know yeah yeah you know but it's um it's uh, it's one of those things. It's good that we can kind of remember this guy and look back on um, um, on his life and 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 move forward and say, yo, this guy is inspiring people right now, and his legacy will live on. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I'd like, I know you can't. I would like if he could somehow be put into Hall of Fame. I know he doesn't have those kind of numbers, but if they had, a, you know, I feel like he's a special person to be put in Hall of Fame just for what he, his impact was. But you know, that's that's where I'm at with that. Yeah. Uh, you know, at uh, at at Jockers when we're when we're watching the game, I feel like his jersey is one of the more more common jerseys that I I see around the around the bar that twenty one. So I mean, the fans till now, ten years later, just uh, oh, that's just in general. You can yeah. go anywhere, man. Yeah. You see his stuff everywhere. Uh, it'd be two one or three six, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And in this one, Excellent. it's also one of those things. You you get Sean Taylor jersey, that jersey's going to be good forever. Yeah. You get an Alfred Morris jersey, Ooh. not so much. Or, that- like me, someone who happens to have a Jason Campbell jersey and a Don McNabb jersey. Yep. That's right. I got both. I- uh, those are uh, – I remember I got my Jason Campbell jersey. The My friend bought it for me. He's like – Oh, he got me. He's like, I got your wrestling dress for Christmas. He's like, oh, thanks, man. That's awesome. Who'd you get me? Jason Campbell. Oh, okay, great. Oh, what happened in the offseason? He gets traded. Great. So you bought me a brand new jersey that I never can wear now. That's what happened. Maybe you can swap out the uh, the Campbell for Williams for Doug Williams. You know what? That's actually a good idea. I Just write it. Write it in. Write it in. In Sharpie pen. I you know what that actually reminds me because I, I I forgot for those of you all who don't know at the uh, Hellgate one, um, the Redskins versus Rams Hellgate, uh, I myself, Lonnie Finley at Lawnmower, um, had his uh, his favorite jersey, his personalized jersey with the last name Finley, no player in the NFL named Finley with number nineteen for the Redskins. Um, that that jersey was I don't know I don't want to say someone stole it. Uh, maybe it was just misplaced, but that jersey was never returned for me, and that and that was something that a friend of mine, one of my best friends from uh, elementary school, bought me, and uh, I missed that jersey. So I know it's out there. Uh, number nineteen jersey says Finley on the back of it. I'd love to see that. If that jersey just appeared to me at the Hellgate two, I would be absolutely fine with that. I don't care about what happens. Um, no, no questions asked. No just, questions asked. I don't care about. Just that. return the I, jersey. I, just return, return the jersey. jersey. Because I also lost my Dazed and Confused shirt that day, which is a an American oh, I love Eagle, that shirt. American Eagle, burgundy and gold, yeah, not official Redskins, Dazed and Confused shirt. Lost that one as well. I believe I lost that one in the stadium. This, this is one of those things where it was a crazy day. A lot of stuff happened. A lot of things happened. I also lost that shirt. So uh, I had lost two of my favorite Redskins shirts in the same day. 
And uh, now I've just been bumming shirts. I've been wearing the Feed Reed shirt. He hadn't been playing for weeks. I've been bumming jerseys from from uh, Matt Haberly. And I just, you know, maybe I should get a new jersey. I don't know. I mean, if the fans can, I, I got to figure out what I need to do here. I, I now I'm, I'm probably thinking I'm going to go to my storage unit and pick up that uh, Campbell jersey now that you mentioned it and just write and take yeah. on the back. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? mean I I I, uh, I I wore my uh, I wore my RG three sh- uh, jersey the other day, so you know. Well, I mean, I could also pull out my Mab jersey, but I don't know if that's. Yeah, number five, baby. Or just put uh, You could put yeah. Way on the back <laughs> for trust Way. That's that's good. I should just I should do all my jerseys and just do tape and redo them. You know what? I think I think you sold me on something. That might be the way to go. But you yeah. know, I, I really do hope to have that return to me at some point. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, let's, uh, let's, you know, uh, let's, let's just keep this game moving on, moving on. Uh, so chief question yes. for you. Yes. What week is it? Uh, well, it's, oh, I'm sorry. It's Dallas week. It's Dallas week. Hello. And we all know what that means. That means the Washington Redskins, people can talk about rivalries all over. You can say Baltimore Ravens, Pittsburgh Steelers. You can say whatever you want. I don't care. None of that makes any difference. We all know the number one rivalry in the NFL is the Washington Redskins versus the Dallas Cowboys. And if you want to go back in history and look at this, we can look at how both teams were created. How the Dallas Cowboys, we wouldn't let them be a team. We're like, no, we're going to allow you to be a team. We just said no. And then what did they do? They purchased the rights to our, our, our fight song because we weren't smart to have that signed already and do that. So they purchased the rights to our fight song, and they said, we won't give you the rights to your fight song unless you let us be a team. So that's what happened. Now, I'm sure the facts in there are probably going to be a little bit, you know, just something that I probably left out. But, you know, long story short, that's essentially what happened there. This rivalry goes way back, way, way back. Plus, this week, and correct me if I'm wrong, I believe we both have similar records and we both really need this game. Uh, so we're there is, up. yeah, it's, I mean, Are it's we, a situation where we, it's, a, I would say, essentially a wild card elimination game because the person, the team that loses is on the, you know, shorter end of that uh, in the hunt category of the playoff picture. Oh, I know. And, this, and it becomes a much more harder uphill battle. And the thing for us, the, you know, here, here's, here's one of the shittiest parts of this game that, from how I look at it is that after we win this game against the Dallas Cowboys, by us beating the Dallas Cowboys, we then help crown the Eagles as NFC East champions. So that's it. Once we beat the Cowboys, the, the Eagles are champions in the NFC East. That's that. We've lost to them twice. The Cowboys have lost to them. This yeah, basically not there's set no up. Catch so, there's no catching up. No, they're, they're done. They're, they're, I mean, here's the deal. I'm not worried about the Eagles. I don't care what the NFL analysts say. I know who that team is. You guys might not know, but Redskins fans know who those Eagles are. And just wait for it. Although Carson Wentz does scare the shit out of me. I will say that. Uh, he's a talented scared. guy, so we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see. It's one thing to do it during the season, but it's another thing to make it happen in the postseason. My dream is that we go on such an epic run that we meet them in the divisional championship and knock them out to go to the Super Bowl. You know, the way, the way, the way it's going right now, they're, they're going to be probably the number one seed. If we if uh, we yeah. if we get in, we're gonna be a six seed. We're on a collision path. Well, I mean, they'd have that bye week, so we yeah, but we'd be on the collision path to pay them. Yes, we would. We would. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Dallas, we coming up right now. We got a bunch of injuries. 
Um, it's a short week again for us. Well, I mean, it, it, we've had those three games in 12 days, which is kind of ridiculous here. But um, what do we think, man? What do you, what do you think going into here's, this game? Here's the absolute key. The key is crop top wearing, Ewok looking, Ezekiel Elliott is not playing. He's suspended. And he ripped us up. He shred us up the last game. So it's really nice that he's just not going to be around for this one. And we get to face Dak Prescott without him. Because Dak isn't anything without him either. So I'm, I'm just, I feel much more confident we can go in into Dallas and, and make some, something happen. And I feel like we're getting hot too. I feel more confident because he's not there and we're playing Dak and Dak has kind of regressed and basically been the quarterback where we all thought he was going to be. Well, I kind of thought he was going to be where you're like, yeah, you know, he's, he's okay. And basically it shows you can put any behind, anybody behind that O-line when healthy with Ezekiel and look good, you know? Yeah. But I'm kind of, I'm like the, the Cowboys just cut Darren McFadden, which uh, means they're running behind the workhorse, Alfred Morris and Alfred Morris coming to play us. And so here's the deal, Alfred. We know you're going to want to show out. You made a mistake by leaving. We didn't pay you, blah, blah, blah. You've done nothing in Dallas. Your only way of getting on the field has been through injury through, or through suspension. Um, so the love for you, Alfred, is probably fading a little bit. We still, you know, you still got a place for us because your 1,600-plus yard season and that rookie season, it was amazing for you and RG3. There will always be awesome. 2012. They're always 2012, but right now is now, and um, we're going to shut you down. And uh, and we're going to shut – first of all, Des Bryant can shut himself down because he ain't shit anymore. I don't care what people say. Des Bryant ain't shit. The way, the way our secondary is playing, I just – I don't see them nah, – I don't see them doing well. All day. Yeah. I, I, can see, I can see him getting flustered and then coming away with, like, one catch, two yards. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's, that's what could happen with this, so – I think our defense is going to be key in this this matchup, but but they just have to be strong enough to like slow down the run game. And then also, also guys, defense. Hello, if we could keep a spy on the quarterback, maybe if we could just keep because that can run, and we've been known. We go from line to poke over there. Hold on over there. Sorry, sorry, Matt. Chief's doing lines of poke, and he didn't mute himself. So that's what I, that was. I like how I'm not denying this either. Whoosh. Yeah, well, you know what? Hey, come hell away. The podcast it. <coughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I feel uh, I feel confident, man. I feel confident about about our defense going into this game and being and, and using building on what we did against the Giants and communicating and getting some turnovers and stops. And then I feel confident, like you said, we're hot right now. And Kirk Cousins knows if he like Kirk wants that money. You know what? You know what would just be so good for that is for him to just play his ass off in these final games for us, and like the, whatever the outcome is, we don't want to have him be the reason why we don't get in the playoffs. And he knows that, and so he's going to do everything in his right. power to make sure that we get in the playoffs. And so, yeah. Dotson, you know, if he's healthy, step up, Crowder. All these guys, Vernon, look, everybody you got there, it doesn't matter who the people are that he's throwing the ball to because he's clearly shown this season, it doesn't matter who the guys are. He will get the ball. He's never, he's never zeroed in on one guy. That's why it didn't matter if Pryor blew up or whatever for these guys. He's like, Ryan Grant, cool. I just want someone who's going to catch the ball and run their routes. Maurice Harris, cool. It doesn't matter who you are. Let's go. Where yeah, you were, be, where you be, be, be where you're supposed to be. Catch the ball. 
That's 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 what he needs, and he'll get you there. That's that's really what it is. So, um, on the defensive side of things, I, I saw an article that uh, Jonathan Allen has started practicing this week too. I don't know if now, he'll be is ready he going for, to injure, for this designated week. For return? He is designated to return, I believe. Oh my god! That's yeah. Right. So, he so if he. I doubt he'll be ready by Thursday because I think it was just this week he's he's gotten back. Yeah, in the no, mix. he won't be. But you know, it's it, plus it, they it's, got that extra ten days after the Cowboys game, so you know, yeah, maybe maybe he'll be ready by next. But it's a smart that's, that's looking good, man. It'd be nice to be able to get a get a stop on the on the running yeah, game and back a push up front. You that know? Game. Yeah, get that running game. And then you know what? You know what is nice to this is just from a Redskins fan perspective. And this is only something that probably Redskins fans can share. I mean, I'm sure any team will have this or say this, maybe not Patriots fans, but the Redskins are never talked about in the media with a good light. I'm, I'm, and this is just, this is not a, this is not a speculation. This is a fact. For the majority, they usually are not the team that's like, oh, hey, when the Redskins, it's usually, especially if it's like Joe Buck Trekman, it's usually some sort of like shitty commentary on what we're doing. However, this year with our injuries, people have, have literally pointed out that they're like, I've heard numerous people inside the NFL, they all were praising how Kirk Cousins was able to do this and how the Redskins injuries are literally just like, they're a lot. They're like, when, you build the team, you know? When you, have, when you have these kind of things going against you and you can overcome, people, people you know, see it and they, and they start to respect it. And, you yeah. know, to watch Kirk Cousins with, with an offense not as prolific as, as his last couple seasons doing what he's still been doing it's it, he's even doing better what am i even saying it's he's got more touchdowns less interceptions and he's leading he's leading game winning drives like you know the 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 real the real bright point of the season for me has truly been kirk cousins and actually the improvement of this defense and you know if these two factors stay intact for this last couple games of the season Oh baby, oh yeah. baby, we got I mean, some exciting it, cooking. We have some winnable games coming up here, and every team that's played us, they know what's going on. They know we they no team we ain't we haven't laid down against any team. No teams come out and just whopped us. No, right. None of that's happened, and we and we've had games we should have won, and we've had some breakdowns, things like that. And so we are we're a tough matchup, and we're going to be a tough matchup the rest of the season. Yeah, and um, I'm. It's it's gonna I, be a great game Thursday. I actually I'm looking forward to this game. I think it's gonna be. I think we're gonna go down Dallas, and I think we're gonna just gonna. It's gonna be a bit of a spanking. I'm I, I, I'm I'm working that night. I'm bartending that night. No, get out deal. of it. Get out. Of well, it. here's the deal: is that like I was like, oh, let me work to make some whatever, and then I try to switch a shift, and it's, the only basically what I have to do is I have a friend who's like. He's like, hey, I don't have a shift to switch, but I'll take your shift. And I'm like, Ugh. which, you know, in, in the world of, of how of, of us who kind of freelance work and, and or bartend mm-hmm. or do the occasion or whatever, it's like you want to try to replace one shift with the shift that you lose. Because Absolutely. You got to make up for it. And that would normally like if we were playing the Vikings or we were playing any other team, if we were playing the Giants, if it was Latin or we were playing basically I'm going to give him the shift because it's Cowboys. And I would I would be a worse employee to be there. No, you'd be distracted. You'd be distracted. I'd be distracted. I'd be looking at my phone. Someone's like, 
hey, uh, can I have that drink? I'm like, did you fucking wait a minute till we finish this damn drive? Good God, you're not seeing me on my phone at the bar watching this game? Yeah. Come on, sir. Have it's, some respect. It's, it's not a good look professional-wise. Professional it's not a good look. Yeah, right. And, I, and, and, you know, if there's anything said about me, it's that lies professional. I, I, Actually, I yes. don't even know if they said that. That's, me, that's all what they say. Yeah, dot, but I'm dot 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 <laughs> dot dot dot. So, but yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I'm available to watch this game because this game is so important for both teams. And I'm, I'm actually interested again, you know, because again, we you know we we as the Come Hell Away podcast crew, we pride ourselves on not being the media. We're not the national media. We're not your local media. We're not the DMV media. We are our own media. We we represent the fans. It's what we do here. So I'm looking to see how many times those uh, those uh, announcers try to suck the Cowboys' dick if that's going to happen on, on Thursday. Because I wonder if they're at that point where they're going to – where Dak has kind of hit that road where they're, like, still going to – you know what I mean? They, they still want to – Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on the lines of, like, hey, wait a second. These Thursday guys are Thursday night is, is usually what Al Michaels Al- and Consworth – who are pretty, yeah, yeah. They're pretty. They're pretty. Uh, you know what? They're they're the least biased, I think, of all the people that I've. I've yeah, Collinsworth can give you. Well, some it, at least it's not Joe Buck and freaking Troy Aikman. Oh, there's a uh, there's a, a little uh, clip online right now where uh, Joe Buck is going around New York City trying to do these uh, these interviews, not interviews, trying to do these like little um, little video uh, send ups. He's basically like, "Hey, I'm Joe Buck," and blah 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 blah. And so it's a sketch, so it's designed to be intentionally funny. But every every time he goes to do an interview, he's like, "I'm here in New York City, this the city that da, da, da. people are like, hey, Joe Buck, hey, fuck you, man." Like in the background, like, like and he's like, "Oh, okay, sir, all right." Well, he's like, "Hey, fuck you and your boss because the Yankees." And then he goes to another interview, and he's like, "He's like, so you're a you're a fan?" She's like, like, "Yeah, I really I really um happy to be here, and and I just want to say, uh, fuck you, Joe Buck, and you and like everyone, and then one That's guy in the hilarious. background." Like, one guy's honking, another guy's like pissing. He's like, he's like, seriously, man, are you peeing? He's like, nah, man, I'm trying to ruin your shot. Fuck you, Joe Buck. And it's like, <laughs> and it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And I, I will, I'll give credit where credit is due. Joe Buck. That's funny. He, uh, he played uh, it he's obviously well, and it, taking it in stride. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, the whole thing was like, he's like, look, he knows that people hate him. Right. Because he's hateable. Oh, wait, it's so funny. Wait. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. He knows Joe Buck. Fuck you, Joe Buck. Fuck Joe Buck. Yeah, that's good. Great. statement. You ever heard that clip of Joe Buck? He's he's calling the All Star game, and then like I guess they had like a mic on Bryce Harper, and Bryce Harper's like they're talking, and then like he's like Bryce Harper's like, "How do you think Dak's gonna be this year?" It's like, oh god. Bryce Harper, you, you're watching the national. You're talking about fucking Cowboys, and Joe Buck oh, was like, "He's an exceptional young man, and oh, he's he's great." It's like, oh, shut up, Joe Buck. Shut up. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I, I I hate the fact that like, I mean, here's the deal: some players that we want to be fans of, like whatever, they're fans of other teams. Mm-hmm. I like LeBron James. He's one of my favorite players. He loves the Cowboys and Duke and all things that I hate, right? But He's entitled to that, I guess. You can, be a, you can be a fan of whoever you want. Like, I get yeah. that, you know. But it's like, I don't know. It's like Bryce Harper is like the other, like, golden boy here in town or in, in, in yeah. D.C. And it's just like. Is the other one on, John man. Wall? 
Is John Wall the other Golden Boy? I I believe John. Yeah. Actually, I think John Wall is the uh, is also a Cowboys fan, isn't he? I actually, I, I, actually, I think he went to a, a Redskins game, Redskins Cowboys game in a in a Cowboys jersey. Ooh. So that's Jeez. that's the worst. That's tough. Yeah. But you know what though? Again, that's his. That's his, he's entitled for that, right? I'm not gonna give you. Not gonna give you. At least we got uh we have Kevin Durant still a loyal Redskins fan. Yes, but he doesn't want to play for the Wizards, so fuck him. That's true. <sighs> Sorry. Yeah, I know. Whatever. That's that's long gone. He's already won championship. He's already proven why he made the Redskins. Yeah, he's winning championships. He's made the Redskins. Yeah. Uh, well, all right. So uh, give me oh, uh, give predictions. Me, uh, yeah, we gotta do a me, prediction. Uh, give me a prediction. Listen, listen. I got, I got my, I got my predictions last go, go week. Go on the land here. Go on the land. Yeah, no, go I got my predictions uh, switched up last week. I said the Saints, we were going to win the Saints game and lose the Giants game. It was the opposite. So, I'm, we're exactly where I am prediction wise for the rest of the rest of the season. Only one loss, and we're going to win out. So obviously, we're going to win on Thursday, but it's not going to be as close as you guys think it's going to be. Okay. All right. I'm thinking. I think it's going to be 49-0 Redskins blowout shutout wow. of the Cowboys. Wow. wow. Wow, man. You wow. That's a bold prediction for you. That's like You know, a bold it's for it's you. a little different than I usually predict. Cuz normally you go with like 49 nothing, but this one you're like 49-0. Yeah, 49-0. Not right. 49-0, 49-0. nothing. It's 49-0. Right, so, which is a whole like wow. That's a whole different uh, level. Yeah, a man, blowout, hey, you know a what? blowout in Dallas would make me so happy, and now, I would I would just be smiling ear to ear. Here, here's what I'm going to give you. I don't think you're too far off. I don't think you're too far off, sir. Just the way I'm they're go, play, the way they're playing. It's it's total possibility. Here's my here's my thing. So I'm going to give. I, I was already going to. I think we're at the. Uh, I think we're at the thirty-one point range now. Of our offense. I, I know that. I know the Giants played pretty well, but the, the the Giants' defense is better than the Cowboys right now. I'm just going to say that. But I think we are going to give the given points. Our defense scores this week. Our defense scores. Mm-hmm. And our special teams scores. So I'm going to give us thirty-five to seven. Thirty-five yes. seven. So blowout, that's fantastic. Yeah. 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 We're going to need some, not just like it's 49 0 or 35 7. It's not just like Kirk Cousins, you know, bombing like five touchdowns. It's no, Kirk Cousins no, I mean, he's going to get three, three, three touchdowns, three. maybe a yeah. rushing touchdown, and yeah. then like a Jamison Crowder punt return or, a, you know, a, a Josh Norman pick six or something. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean like, because that, that's, here's the thing what I'm seeing when I'm watching Dak right now is he looks like he's a rookie and he's like just now figuring out all these things that are going to happen with the game of football and he's like oh shit people hit you people hit you hard you have to yeah. make these plays in the run i don't know who to throw the ball to there's no one here to catch it there's no running back and i feel like i feel like he's making rookie mistakes that he didn't have to make last year or when he didn't make they were covered up by a defense and offense that was scoring a bunch of points right now he's exposed and he's, he's gonna be exposed to a to a, a pretty good defense and he's gonna stare down some guys namely 
namely uh, Dez Bryant. Dez Bryant, right. I see a pick happening. I see Dez getting. I see Josh getting Dez's head pretty, pretty good, and I see that happening. I think the only thing I would echo is I, I, uh, I, I would probably. This is something probably Mika would bring up is, uh, you know, just don't get beat by like a, by like a Jason Witten or a, a Beasley. Like I was thinking about slot that. guy. You know those guys. But you know what? We got the best slot guy in the league in Kendall Fuller. So. I no, don't think we'll have is, an issue so, there. He is the best slot yeah. corner in the league, Kendall Fuller. I don't know the stats from that. I'm not the PFF guy. That's Mika's job, and, and Mika will probably the, the last game. The last game when when he got the interception. That's exactly what the I think. You know what? I think that might have been Joe Buck who said that. He's the best slot corner in the league. Best slot corner in the league. I so, say most improved player. I, I I give him most improved player. I mean, I don't know how they give out that award. Probably gonna go to Redskins, but most improved player might be. Kendall Fuller, his, 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 he stepped up so much right now. So it's just we've been uh, shredded by slot guys like that before, you know. So it's just nice absolutely. to know that we we're 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 in good shape. So absolutely, and he absolutely. struggled at that position last year. It was a learning thing with some injuries, some learning yeah. things, and different, you know. And also too, we gotta look at our, our coordinator. Joe Barry sucked. I don't care who, whatever. Yeah, yeah. He sucked, Joe Barry. You care where you're at, and what you're doing, he sucked. Greg Manesky, yeah. people putting him in position, right coaching, right people. DJ Schweringer, that, that, that's a different year, different times. That's why I like to say to Riskins fans, hey, past is past. Let's try to like move forward and see where we're at and see where we're going, right? Hello. Yeah. Um, but uh, all right, so we know we're going to we, – we, that's, that's how we feel about the Cowboys, I'm, I'm sure. It's actually easier to say that against the Cowboys right now because I, I, I made a prediction where I'm like, man, the Cowboys look pretty good. It's annoying to say that. They don't look good now. They look like shit. Yeah, it, it's beat. it's unbelievable what a difference maker Ezekiel Elliott is, man. That's unbelievable. Can I, you, can I get you to pull up the score of that Thanksgiving game for me? Do you have that that the Cowboys Chargers Thanksgiving game? I want to I want to get what that score is and see if we can't because because here's here's what's happening right now. We're the, the Cowboys played the Chargers Thanksgiving, and I want to say it was twenty eight six. 28-6. 28-6 they lost, right? And so now, what do we do? We go and play who? The Cowboys. who just lost 28-6 to the Chargers. Mm-hmm. And then we'll beat them. 49-0, 35-7. And then who right. do we go on and play? Who do we go on and play next weekend? Arizona, right. no? No, we play the Chargers. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, The Chargers. Yeah, we'll play the yeah, Chargers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, That's I it, man. We're playing the Chargers next weekend at Hellgate 2. Oh, oh, segue. You're trying to segue. I I'm segueing. I'm an old white dude, and I'm on a segue. And Damn, that was, that's fantastic. That's exactly what that was. Old white man <laughs> on a segue <laughs> on Venice Beach. Get out of my way. I don't know how to drive this thing, but I'm making a segue. <laughs> <laughs> don't, so, don't, don't, don't drive off a cliff. Like the, hey, I, think it, I might. Is that what actually happened to the guy? Segue. I feel like that's what happened to the guy. What guy? The Segway guy? The Segway guy, yeah. He died? What? What? He, dro- he drove his Segway serious? off a cliff. Are you dead serious right now? I, dead? I swear. Let me. Let me. You got to pull. You know what? Pull that up. And also, if any fan out there has video of that, I'm not one of those uh, faces of death guys, but that would be hilarious to watch. I'm sorry. The guy who invented the Segway drives off a cliff on his Segway. Oh, my Austin God. Man. Here we go. Here we go. From, from Wikipedia. Uh, okay. Well, of course. 
Heseldon died in 2001 from injuries apparently sustained falling from a cliff while writing his own product. What? What? That's almost like if the crocodile hunter actually died from a crocodile as opposed to a stingray. That's that's as close as you can get. That's pretty. You know what? That's uh, that's one of those things where it's like, that's crazy. Because people still use segways. Segways are like, I see, segways are absolutely used, you know, all around the place now and everywhere. And so, like, that yeah. guy, that's, a, that's amazing. Also, it's super scary. And and am I am I the person who has to point out that why the fuck are you driving a segway by a cliff? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to read up on this here. Are you proving something by doing that? Um, anyway, that was a segway. Here, he died. I... I, I gotta say this. I know. I know from what it sounds like, it sounds really dumb. But he was. It sounded like he was trying to move his Segway out of the way to uh, make way for a dog walker. So sounds like he was just being a bit courteous. But he fell from this from this this cliff. It's insane. Well, but that sticks to the same question. Why the hell were you there in the first place well, on a Segway near a cliff that you could die from? Again, right? I mean, why make things more difficult for yourself? I'm not going to drive blindfold because it doesn't make any sense to me. The irony. The irony. The irony. The irony. Uh, so anyway. Anyway. <laughs> uh, that was a Segway. Uh, segways can kill. This Segway killed. Um, literally. Literally. Uh, but yes, next weekend, next December 10th, December 10th, Sunday, 8 a.m., we are going to have Hellgate 2, Redskins versus Chargers, live from the StubHub Center in where? I don't know where it's located. I got to find it on Google Maps. Car yes, I, <laughs> Carson, Maps. California. Carson, California. south of kind of what you would think of Los Angeles proper. South of Los Angeles proper, there is going to be Hellgate 2, and the food is going to be cooked by one Mr. Chef Drew. Chef so Drew, one. He so is... He, let me just tell you this. Let me tell you exactly what's going on right now. Chef is a chef. He's a professional chef. That's what he does in his daily life. He does that. That's what he does for a living. He makes great food. And what does he love to do more than anything? Make great tailgate food, right? And who does he love to make great tailgate food for? Redskins fans, exactly. So if you're going to be at the game in, in the state of California, in Los Angeles, in Carson, at the StubHub parking lot, if you're going to be there, you should be at the Hellgate 2 party, because if you were at the Hellgate 1 party, Rams, Redskins versus, versus uh, Rams, you know we pumped that up. We took over that entire lot, and everyone knew what's going on, and we brought so much energy into that crowd, into that 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 uh, stadium, and the food was amazing. The food was, it so, was good. so good. This this time, I'm going to make sure, like, we're going to have we're gonna have to have pre-planned. I'm going for back for seconds this time, right? We, sure. We, so, those of you who don't know, we actually did a live podcast recording, which we will be doing this time, too. We're doing a live podcast recording uh, for everyone. And we're going to be doing interviews and try to have some giveaways and some cool, fun stuff for everybody. But we're going to we're gonna definitely be uh, – we're going to make sure we get our food because uh, we have to eat and talk. And not, not so much for – you know, actually, I'm going to say this. Uh, Mika and, and, more importantly, uh, Mr. Matt Haberly, Matt Haberly took several breaks from the, uh, t the uh, podcast uh, booth. And went over and, and and did his thing, and so I think that you and I deserve to do it this time. I'm gonna you, get a little break. I'm gonna get a little break in there. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, really enjoy the 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 festivities, if you will. I want to enjoy the festivities too. So we got to make sure we structure this this time. Now, granted, last time we had a few snafus with our 
our our uh, setup. Uh, we had lost some things previously not before. There were some things that happened that that they're not going to happen this time because they have because it happened last time. And if yeah. we as Redskins fans, if, if if nothing else, we learn from our mistakes. We learn from our mistakes. We're 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 smarter. We're stronger. More prepared. It'll we're be bionic. Us. Yes, we're, we're, we're bionic. Okay. Yes, we're, we're bionic. bionic. We're half man, half amazing, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, half person, half half female, half person. We're we're you know, I don't want to cut any side off here. I, I uh, got to tell you, the, uh, the the last Hailgate was so much fun. Oh uh, the food was fantastic. There was music playing. There were so many Redskin fans. Uh, Hail to the Redskins! It broke out in song. Must have been every ten minutes. We had Go Go playing. We had Go Go playing. Oh, it was so and, much and, fun. And, and to the girl, uh, I don't know her name. I'm sorry. I could probably go through the podcast and find her name. Uh, cute, short. Everyone's short to me. I'm six four. Uh, You're a tall guy. And yeah. I'm a tall guy. Uh, and I will say this: she had a legitimate question. She asked me, she's like, hey, if this is supposed to be authentic, where's the mumbo sauce? And I, I understand that, that Matt Haberly is unaware of what mumbo sauce is. Mumbo sauce is a sweeter, tangier sauce, sort of like a uh, thicker, uh, you know, like, um, uh, it's, what is it? Like a, it's, a, it's an interesting sauce. It, it, it basically covers chicken wings and anything you want to cover with it. So oh. I, was in, I was told we didn't have it, That's, and we didn't have that it. That sounds it's delicious. Definitely. Yeah, oh, it's delicious, man. It's delicious. I used to go down to uh, the local uh, uh, little fish shop near the uh, Safeway over in um, – no, no, sorry, not the Safeway, the Tiger Market. The Tiger Market, if anyone knows where a Tiger Market is, I want to say it's on uh, – you know what? I'm dating myself here. I haven't been back in a while. But I used to go to this little fish shop near the Tiger Market over in D.C. and right outside of Maryland uh, near that uh, Prince George's uh, D.C. line and oh, yeah. go and get some chicken – and mumbo sauce, chicken wings oh, and mumbo man. sauce, delicious, absolutely amazing. The flavor is just like you just, yeah, it's like you eat it and then you're like, I'm combing out right now. That seems uh, like the so, kind of place they got the chicken, they got like lake oh, trout and all that stuff over I mean, there too. I mean, it's, yeah, exactly. It's that place that has everything, you know. And being that you are in DMV, you got that little like that the ocean water nearby. You're getting some good fresh stuff there too. Oh man, underrated, underrated, underrated. Although I guess the seafood in Maryland. It's weird. I just feel like I don't really get great seafood here in Los Angeles. I feel like oh, I always you enjoy the seafood back in DC. We're rocking blue crab. No, we're talking about king crab. You're not the king. Blue crab's the king. Let's call it oh, this. So good. Hello. Some but crab cakes. Oh, baby. Yeah. We're going to do it up at the tailgate. Uh, this is Hellgate 2, Redskins versus Chargers. And yeah, what what's we're the info on all that business? Yeah. Well, well, I'll give you some info. We're, we're, gonna, we're, asking, we're asking that everyone who wants to come and get some food, we're asking they donate $20. That $20 is going to go for the cost of what Chef Drew has to put into making this food, preparing it for a couple hundred people, bro. Like a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and, and here's what I'm going to do. Because I know when people hear the word donation, they hear money. Sometimes people were like, uh, you know, reluctantly, just because as Americans, how we are, you, you hesitate sometimes. But here's what you got to think about. If you are going to go into the stadium, and I'm going to try and be as direct as possible right now. If you Here go into the stadium and you're going to pay for anything, alcohol and or food, you are spending more than $20 on like two things, right? Let's go yeah. ahead and call it yeah. what it is. A so beer and a hot dog puts you way over $20. Way over $20 on, for something that you won't enjoy anyway. A beer, and as a, this is coming from a person who, is, uh, who has, uh, works in the alcohol industry, um, the beer percentage in stadiums is going to be way lower. They do that for a reason. They don't want you getting all fucked up and drunk, right? 
So you're not getting good quality stuff anyway. The food what, they wa- they water it down I, or something. Uh, yeah, man, it's it's a lower percentage stuff. It's just it's simple. You just you you specifically have certain things that are lower percentage alcohol for certain events. Sporting events they give you lower percentage alcohols. That's why you have to buy like seven beers to get drunk. But people buy seven beers, and what happened? You bought seven beers, they make more money. We're not trying to make money off of you. We're trying to cover the cost of what Chef Drew has put in his time and effort and sweat and tears into making food so we can have a great party, a great party before we go and beat the Chargers. So $20 donation, you can go on um, Venmo, and you can find, search at ComeHellaway, C-O-M-E-H-A-I-L-A-W-A-Y. Come Hell Away. And you can look us up there, send $20 donation, and what that does is it confirms that you have a ticket and a spot for some of the food. If you, if you want to pay by other means, you can um, direct message us uh, at um, Come Hell Away on Twitter, Instagram. You can Gmail us. You can get us anyway. C- connect to us anyway. Find us, you know, um, and we will we'll take donations that way. We're also going to be taking donations at the actual game, too. I know that some people are going to be there and not – not listening to the show right now because they're just unaware and they haven't um, woken up yet. Uh, but uh, we're going to we're going to be doing that too, and we want to make sure that everyone is like fed, pumped up, and ready to go in and take over the stadium, which I hear is not too hard to do over at the Chargers uh, StubHub Center over there. Love I feel, I feel I'm like excited. It's be- uh, hey man, I can't, I've been waiting for this. the 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 first Hellgate was literally it was so much fun. And, and we all had a great turnout. We all had a lot of people from a lot of different places. We had uh, people as far as uh, Germany, and we had people from the UK. My homie Lee from the UK, shout out to him. Um, oh, don't and, forget, we're going to be live podcasting. Oh, the live podcast is the whole thing, man. The food, the food is great. Let's be honest, the food's great. The food's great. But the live podcast. The live podcast is fun. We interview, we interview Redskin fans. Sometimes we we get we get a little surprise from, uh, you know, from our uh, re- from JP. Redskins media. Did we have Finley. JP Finley show up one time? I talked to JP Finley, and Matt pulls up, and Matt's like, Matt's like, hey, here's your brother. He's also Finley, and he's like, are you AY? I'm like, no, I'm EY. He's like, ah, well, you know what? We're still brothers. And I was like, hell yeah, man. Gave him a little hug. So that's uh, awesome. And we had we had uh the we. You know, for those of you guys who don't know, Redskins, uh, I'm sorry, the NFL Network was filming Chef Drew um, going over some of his food. And uh, I believe he got Fan of the Week. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I believe they saw, showed it him was Fan that, of the Week. It was him versus License Plate Guy. Fuck that guy. Yeah, License Plate Guy, I love that you're representing the team, but let's be honest about this. They had to do two because they that's probably what they do for the show format. That I know right. that shit done TV stuff before. But uh, the reality is we know what's up. Chef Drew, the one. Yeah. You Did you have his fried chicken? Chef, Please. At Chef Drew underscore the one. Uh, he is uh, the man you want to talk to for all your food needs. This guy kicks ass, He's man. a great follow on Instagram. He puts so great much good-looking food. Good. Oh, my gosh. So we, uh, we are going to um, we're going to be out there. We do ask to everyone, BYOB. Be, if, you, you know, if you want to drink something like that, bring it. Because we don't want to deal with that. We, we're doing the food stuff. We'll leave it to you guys. Um, and we're going to have a great time. We're going to be interviewing people. Um, we're going to try to get uh, as many people as, on as we can from different places, from our Vegas, our San Fran, from um, uh, from Vegas especially. I want to go out and throw a shout-out to uh, Alex, uh, Dangerous Crew. Um, everyone knows Dangerous Crew by now. If you don't, I'm not sure what's going on. But uh, RN Dangerous Crew on Instagram, 
if you want to get these Dangerous Crew t-shirts, uh, hit the man up. He just posted a question being like, should he make some hoodies? Should you get hoodies going on? So we're going to get hoodies, hats, everything going on. Hopefully my homie comes back in from um, my homie Eric, who uh, sold the awesome Feed Read shirts, uh, which some of you guys saw me rocking, the Feed Read shirts. He should be out again. Um, and I really just, yeah, yeah, I think it's, this this week right here is pivotal for us. Dallas week is pivotal for us. But next week, Hellgate 2, no matter what the outcome of this week is, we're going to have a great time. And I hope that if you're going to be at the stadium, you should be at our tailgate. I know people are going to want to do it on tailgates. I know that. I know how it goes. Oh, I've been doing tailgates too. Oh, yeah, cook a meat, whatever. I'm not saying you don't. I'm saying. Drop, just drop in. Say what's up. In. Come on a podcast. Come on. Come say hi. I had some friends last time. I don't know if you remember my friend Amanda. Um, Beautiful, uh, petite little Asian girl yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, uh, of course. Yeah, with her gorgeous little friends to stop by, and they all were in like little tube socks. Listen, let me just tell you guys. I'll tell you girls too. Uh, beautiful. They're, they're all beautiful. They're it's all. It's a good look. It's a good look. That's it's fine. a good look. It's a very good look. So they stopped by. They did their own tailgate, but they stopped by. They said hello. Um, that's what we want you to do. Come down, say hello, and just you know support the support the team, man. Dude. Support the podcast. You just got me excited for the Hailgate. Hey man, I, I'm I'm pumped for this. Like people I'm don't pumped. know, like dude, I, I I I do. We do. I know what you do in your daily life. You know what I mean? I, you I work hard. We work hard. I, man. I, I act. I work hard. I try to you know. I try to do these auditions. I do all this stuff. I do all these various things in my life. You know what I love doing? You know what the work? This is not work. This podcast has never worked for me. It's, it's not, not worked for it's you. Not. It's 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 a little it's a little tough just to get stuff scheduled and that sort of thing. But once we're yeah. in it. It's a blast. It's fun, man. It's a blast. So we're having fun doing this. We want people to have fun. We literally have created this because as fans, we felt like we needed more for us. And this is coming from a team that has the best fans in the NFL, probably in all of sports, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm cutting off soccer because I know those guys are psychos. So, um, and me. <laughs> soccer guys are psychos. I don't care, man. Those guys are like. I'm diehard, no. but I'm not gonna. Those are those are very serious fans. I'm not gonna, I, I'm not gonna line fans. up with. Like when you've seen teams from like European soccer, or you've seen teams like coming to a city and walking towards each other and just punching each other until everyone's beaten up because of a football game that's going to take place the next day. You're like, oh, okay. Well, I guess I do understand the difference now between me and you. Very Hello. hardcore, very hardcore. But I feel like we're hardcore in our own way. In our own way, you know. Yeah. What we're trying to be respectful. We do. We do a um, weekly podcast. That's pretty hardcore. I, I want to throw this out there too. I'm going to throw this out there, too, just because it's kind of least that. So this happened at the Arizona versus Redskins game. This happened at the Redskins versus Rams game. This is probably going to happen at every Redskins game. Redskins fans, there are going to be people there who are protesting our name. And they're protesting because of whatever their beliefs are and how that makes them feel. When people protest their beliefs, they are allowed to do so. They're allowed to do so. And we should not, as the Redskins fans, as the team, it's not our job to confront them or to say things to them that are discouraging or that helps to highlight what they're talking about, which is that we don't respect who they are as people. I, as a person who believes in protest and what it's right and what it's used for, I understand people struggle and they're, and they're wanting to, and, and people, how they feel about the name and the team. I'm not telling you how you should feel about the name of the team. I'm just saying that those people protesting have the right to do that. And what we should do is not interact with them. We should continue to do what we're doing. We should support our team. We should stay around our people. We should make sure that we have other fans of our team who are interacting with those people. We pull them over and say, yo, 
We're about this right here, not about that right there. Let them do what they're going to do. Let the ownership and, and the NFL organization worry about that. Yeah, if you, I if you, 100% agree. Because I know I had, a, I had a homie who was talking about he tried to get over to the game, but he was stopped by protesters and acting with them. Don't, man. That's not that, – that's they have their right to do that, and that's that's important. And I don't care what people's beliefs are and how they feel about politics or kneeling or standing. People have the right to protest and do whatever they want to do. Wow. Do it. Wow. I love inter- how you, you just took this thing political. I love it. I just want – because I, I, I want to have a good time. I want us all to have a good yeah. time. I also want people to be able to voice their opinion, man. This is America, dude. It's a lot of fucked up shit going I on right now. I fucking love it, man. Good yeah. Voice. I, that's always a, a real sensitive, a sensitive subject. But just for me on a, on a Sunday like that, it's just something I don't want to deal with. And I'm, I'm yeah. personally won't, I won't interact or deal with those people. And right. that's just me personally as well. And that's fine. They yeah. can do what they want to do. My whole goal for Sunday, December 10th is to wake up, go meet up with my guys, set up to do a podcast, eat some awesome food cooked by my homie, chef Drew meet some of my friends, see some people I haven't met before, interview some people, go into the stadium, root for the Redskins to destroy the Chargers and to continue going towards the playoffs. That's my goal. And that's what we're going to go out there and do. Simple. Love it. All righty. So, uh, what yeah. A show. What a show, man. I think that we locked it out. I think the two of us what did a, show? a good the job. The two of us did a good job. No, no one else showed up. I feel bad. Those guys just couldn't make it. But you know what, though? It, it's fine. They got, they got things they got to do. This calls, goes in the point of it. We all have things we have to do through our daily lives, but number one, HTTR. HTTR. Uh, you can find us. You can find us on at Come Hell Away on Gmail, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. All that is at Come Hell Away. Uh, make sure that you are. Uh, can I say it? Let me say it. Let me say it. Let me say it. Yes. 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 Wait, wait. Yes. Go ahead. Yes. We on everything, bitches. That's actually not bad. That was actually bad. Not. That wasn't bad. You have such a baritone in your voice; it it really rings. But you know, I'm trying my best. Here. Yeah. Oh, you know what? You, you're you're not you're not that far off. You're not. All right. <laughs> um. But yeah. Uh. So. Uh. You know how we always close the show. Hell. To. The. Red. Skin. <laughs> And uh, no one else. And no one else. And no one else. We out. <laughs> we out. Bye. Hell, hell, hell to the Redskins. Can you feel this passion? It's amazing. Hell.